0: i Spaces
1: up guys welcome to another Twitter space here at Dell Bank. I'm your host and today with us we do have an amazing space an amazing topic and most importantly we do have an amazing speakers an amazing crew who has been in crypto industry for a long time and I'm more and eager to speak to them and learn more about uh, their view, their projects, and what they have been doing in, in, the, in the crypto area and blockchain. So, uh, nother than less, welcome everyone. Hopefully, you will enjoy our Twitter space here at Bank. And other than less, I will ask my speakers to introduce themselves. And of course, whoever wants to go first, then we will go from there. And uh, yeah, I think everyone is here. Daniel, you want to go first or Henry, whoever want to go first to introduce to the audience that we have here. And hopefully you guys can hear me well. <laughs> can someone confirm? <laughs>
2: Confirmed on my side.
1: Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, so Henry, you want to go first, please introduce yourself. What uh, What are you doing? And you? What? what is your project? Pardon me and so on.
2: Sure, happy to. Um, thanks for the invite, uh, first of all. Um, good morning, good evening, um, wherever you are. Uh, I serve as the executive director for the Composable Foundation, which is the um, the foundation that governs Picasso Network. Uh, we're, we've been getting considerable attention uh, on the Picasso side due to our um, initiatives on restaking on Solana, uh, our uh, IBC expansion work uh, from Cosmos to first to Polkadot to Kusama and now next to Ethereum and Solana, uh, in the coming, uh, weeks and months. Um, and, um, and yeah, prior to this role, uh, I was actually an investor in the composable. Uh, I co-led the deal in 2022 in their series, a, uh, as a partner at fundamental labs. Uh, and I've decided to step in to, to do it really, uh, full-time and support. Um, blast the cto um omar uh, brain jar the head of research as well as miguel the head of design and you know we have a very strong team that's uh that i, w- I would consider we're we're leader in the space of uh, a proof-based interoperability uh that is a a much more secure version of uh bridging than uh, any of the uh, multi-sig or validator based uh interoperability So that's a short introduction to Picasso myself,
1: um, and hopefully that that was short enough. Indeed, Henry, thank you so much for that one. Uh, uh, We can move on to the next one. Uh, Daniel, can you hear me well? Welcome once again, and we are are glad that you accepted the call.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us today. Um, Yeah, I'm Daniel, grew up in South Africa, got a finance and venture capital background, so... Worked at uh, in, in banking for a while, and then at a fintech company, and then at a Bay Area VC in in San Francisco, and then actually worked at Finance Labs for a little while, before founding Forty Two. So I founded Forty Two almost two years ago now. Uh, we were originally building something on Evmos, and then uh, moved away from that um, about. At uh, Cosmoverse in Medellin in 2022, we started building towards where we're building now um, with 42. And uh, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. And right now we are building a, an interface to the interchain. So really, we've seen a lot of complexity around, uh, around the Co- Cosmos interchain ecosystem. And we are building to try and simplify that for users. Thank you so much, Daniel, for that one. I think we can go to Shane. Shane, can you hear us
1: well? And of course, thank you so much for coming on.
4: Sure. Thanks, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm Shane. I'm the founder. Uh, founder of Stargaze. Um, I have uh, a long background in Web two and open source, uh, and then uh, kind of got into crypto in uh, 2016. Uh, yeah, 2016 or so, and Stargaze launched. Uh, at the end of 2021 and uh, it has kind of turned into the main uh, NFT platform, NFT chain in Cosmos. Uh, it's the home uh, of Bad Kids, which is a collection that has been doing really well, well recently. Um, and uh, we, we're continuing to build more um, NFT and NFT finance and consumer facing protocols in general. Shane, thank you so much for that one. And Sebastian,
1: you can go next.
5: Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Seb, um, I I've just, I've just celebrated my decade long uh, time in crypto. I started the Epicenter podcast in 2013. Uh, Epicenter is um, a leading technical podcast in the space and we've been producing episodes for something like 530 weeks. And um, over the years, I've done a number of things in this space, Um, founded a couple of startups and worked in the policy uh, area in Europe. And in 2022, um, launched a venture fund called Interop Ventures that uh, focuses on um, the modular and improbability uh, verticals of crypto. Primarily, our focus is on the Cosmos and Ethereum ecosystem. Um, I noticed you put up that uh, Convergence event, that's an event we're hosting at um, at East Denver, which will tackle these very interesting topics. Um, I also host another podcast called The Interop, which uh, people can find in my bio. It's um, it's similar to Epicenter in format, but uh, a little bit more focused on the thesis of the fund. And we also organize Nebula Summit, which is the largest uh, interchain developer conference. And it happens... Uh, right after ECC, which will this year be in Brussels.
1: Sebastian, thank you so much for that one. And yeah, for everyone listening, 500 people live right now, please go ahead and of course, give our uh, guests a follow, check out the projects they have. And of course, follow those, those, those pages too. So I have, couple of questions and i will go with the henry first for the picasso and of course you guys can ask each other questions piggy right each other answers and something like that it's open open uh conversation for everyone so henry i have a couple of questions for picasso too so uh we know that for that solana ecosystem is currently hot i mean it has been i mean hot for uh, for a few months back Also, and we are aware of Picasso efforts in advancing in Solana restate. So, I would like to inquire about the progress of Solana restate at the moment, and what are the next steps that you guys have?
2: Did you did you get my question? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry. I was just unmuting. No worries. Uh, worries. Yeah. So it's it's an exciting development, and I and you know before diving into sort of what's next, I'd love to give a um i guess explanation or or um or clarifying how we got here in the first place um you know uh, just like the restaking category is heating up and then there's there are uh, a lot of the podcasts that are out there doing amas around agon and their efforts within the ethereum community uh the most asked question uh, for agon layer or for really any restaking platform is what is going to be built on top of it uh and the, even the agon layer team has has repeatedly uh, mentioned that uh their top avs actively validated services that will be built on their restaking layer will likely be some sort of an interoperability solution uh you know aka bridging or communication uh protocol across different blockchains um and we just happen to be um, the the you know, the number one team that's expanding the IBC outside of Cosmos. Um, in fact, we're the only team that has um, uh, IBC that's live uh, between Polkadot and Cosmos, and you know we were the first to launch the ETH IBC testnet uh, with Solana um, testnet in the Horizon. Uh, so so with that sort of um, uh, context, um, you know, when we created the the architecture for Solana IBC, um, we had to innovate uh, to create a guest blockchain architecture that um, basically sits within the Solana blockchain and that requires uh, separate validators and and you know staked assets to secure. Uh, you can think of as a gateway into Solana uh, that enables the IBC um into Solana. Um so we were looking for solutions to help us secure that gateway into Solana IBC. And and that was kind of the origin of you know start exploring uh restaking of Solana because the um the alignment of the community of folks that who hold a liquid soul uh, to to the, the alignment of people that want to use a Solana IBC of of moving assets in and out of Solana ecosystem are completely aligned. Uh, so we will be compensating uh, folks who are uh, restaking Solana to secure our Solana IBC. Um, and those are also the same community members that we want to engage to use our Solana IBC. Uh, so the, this kind of marriage of the two, um, you know, we're very um, excited about uh, because we can Replicate that across many different ecosystems and communities in the future, uh, but that was kind of the origin of the restake Solana. Uh, so, so a lot of people kind of saw us came out of nowhere, and they don't realize that this was uh, the story behind you know why we pursued this opportunity to begin with. Uh, and from here, you know, we will be launching the Solana IBC um, and have restake assets to secure that Solana IBC uh, as the first AVS on our uh, Solana restaking layer. Um, and beyond that, we will generalize the restaking layer to allow other AVSs to come on board. Uh, and many of these AVSs, AVSs overlap with uh, the ABS that are uh, building on uh, Ethereum and, and Um At the end of the day, uh, you know I think everyone here should think about security um, in twofolds. You know, you have the economic security of, the assets having value, but you also have the security coming from the community that um, whether it's an Ethereum community or Solana community, <clears throat> the, the people that are behind these assets um, are actually the, the strongest um, backbone of, of any sort of network or protocol. Uh, so so for, for AVS to, to want to use the economic security from Magnolia, they could also use the economic security from um, our Solana restaking layer, uh, and engage the community on the Solana side. Uh, so that's kind of the next plan is to generalize this restaking layer beyond the Solana IBC. Uh, but first, we will launch the Solana IBC. Hope that answers the question.
1: Indeed, indeed it does. Thank you so much, Henry, for that one. Uh, so. Uh, you mentioned as a part of a composable finance ecosystem, where does the Picasso stand within the entire ecosystem? So for example, example, what role does the uh, token play in it? And what are your plans for the future, uh, future ecosystem developments? If I may add.
2: Absolutely. Um, So the Picasso is actually um, started. We started on the Polkadot or the Kusama ecosystem, but we, as of um uh over a year ago it's it's you know transition to a cosmos app chain so we we use a cosmos sdk where ibc enable of course um and you know the tendermint consensus uh so if for um you know uh all purposes it it's a l1 it's a layer 1 blockchain uh using um innovation from cosmos um and this, Picasso will be serving as a hub um, for the IBC that for folks that want to route through different ecosystems. So Kusama, into the Cosmos app chain of L1 Picasso uh, and then to Ethereum to Solana and vice versa. Uh, so Picasso is our L1 um, and we have a, um, uh, basically uh, the, the mission has always been building on top of this infrastructure that we're building on top of IBC. Uh and we'll would like to do more beyond that. And that is uh, being published as we speak in a white paper. And we'll be releasing that sometime um the next coming weeks. Uh that will clarify a lot of the things about Picasso and as well as our our um second token uh that we'll be building on top of the infrastructure layer.
1: Is is there any like uh plans besides solana rest- i mean pardon me restake are there any plans to expand throughout your ecosystem like ethereum restake or so C- yeah so
2: i think the ethereum restaking um you know obviously uh layer is taking a lot of my share there so um we believe that restaking uh, should be everywhere just like ibc connections should be everywhere uh and the reason for that is is, is as i mentioned in the the previous comment it's not just the economic security but it's also the community you know and, and for projects to inherit uh not only the economic value of security but also the community that wants to secure the chain you know that's equally important uh so we believe um there are other communities that are out there um such as BNB. um you know Tron. On TRx, there's a lot of usage of USDP uh, internationally, um, and there are others that are up and coming, you know such as um, Monad or you know Bear chain. Um, and a number of these folks are are um, really innovating uh, at the L1 level and um, getting the communities, getting the developers involved. Um, uh, you know we're very excited about our integration of IBC with uh, many of these folks as well as integration of our v staking layer with them and utilizing the assets from that ecosystem specifically and the holders of those assets uh, to help secure more AVSs and projects that that want to use uh, that type of security. Uh, So we want to be, in a way we want to be more flexible um, than uh, I think what AgingLayer has done in Ethereum where they're, they have, there's a lot, of, a lot more nuances in, in, in the Ethereum community and the Ethereum as a platform with all the Layer 2s and Layer 1s and the, the relationship between all of them. Uh, so you know, we're focusing for now you know, outside of Ethereum um, and, and we believe that there's, there's just, just as much, if not larger opportunity um, outside of Ethereum uh, to uh, connect different ecosystems through IBC as well as building a restaking layer to to enable more um, developments and projects.
1: Amazing, Henry! Thank you so much for that one. Uh, I I have also a few questions for Shane. Shane, hopefully you can hear us. Perfect. Yeah, okay. I can totally hear you. Ah, perfect, perfect. So the NFT ecosystem of Cosmos seems to have been overlooked over time. So I mean, could you provide us an overview? Of the current state of NFTs ecosystem in Cosmos.
4: Oh yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say it's overlooked now. I think it was overlooked initially uh, because uh, Cosmos has a kind of a very um, uh, infrastructure and kind of like blockchain academic culture, and uh, it didn't it didn't have much of a kind of a consumer app culture early on. And I think I think that's that's totally changing now, right? You have uh, you you have you have osmosis, you have stargaze, you have like all the newer chains like injective and say that are um, a lot more app focused. They're bringing a lot more of a retail audience to cosmos. Uh, Bad kids currently, I think, is like number twenty two in market cap of all 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 uh, NFT collections across Ethereum and Solana. Um, you have. Some very prominent Ethereum people like, like Hasu and several others uh, sporting bad kids. You know, even, even in this chat, right? You have Seb and all, all these other folks also have bad kids. So uh, I wouldn't necess- necessarily say it's, over, it's overlooked. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's really gaining in prominence now. Um, and there's, there's just so much you can do with NFTs and Cosmos that you can't uh, in other ecosystems. Right. So one thing, one thing Stargaze is pioneering is interchain NFT transfers, so you can transfer NFTs from any ecosystem uh, into Stargaze and into Cosmos. Right. So so imagine uh, a collection on Ethereum, like, let's say CryptoPunks, uh, that that um, takes a lot of gas and a lot a lot of fees if you want to trade it. Right. So that's why uh, something like Cosmos and Stargaze is great, because. With interchain NFT transfers and um, ICS seven twenty one, which is the IBC protocol for that, you can transfer NFTs from these you know high gas, very expensive uh, L ones uh, into Stargazing and Cosmos and trade them very efficiently with very very low gas and very low fees. So that's uh, uh, you know something that's that's on the horizon um, and. Uh, yeah, something that I think a lot of people are looking forward
1: to. Indeed, thank you so much for that one. And uh, when speaking of uh, Stargaze, could you outline the current operation of Stargaze, if possible? Yeah. What unique future does the Stargaze offer compared to other ecosystem NFT markets? And what are your guys' future possibilities that you have?
4: Sure, yeah, I mean, so Stargaze is an app chain. And as an app chain, you have just fundamental more control over the entire stack. So for example, one thing that Stargaze has, is it has zero gas for minting and trading, right. And that's something that's impossible to build on any other network, like you can do this on Solana, you can do this on Ethereum. Um, so you have just a lot more kind of fine grained uh, access and control over the protocols. Um, and you can com- build a complete kind of like custom experience, right? So that's that's what that's what Stargaz provides over these other ecosystems. But, you know, fundamentally at the end of the day, we want to grow the pie, right? We want to bring more people into Cosmos, more people into crypto, right? And just being able to build UX that's really great, that is friendly to normies but also advanced users advanced traders uh you know i think i think that's a win-win right so so that's that's kind of what what stargaze is focused on um you can you can really think of like stargaze isn't just one one entity right you have the chain and then you have the website and then you have a whole bunch of like middle kind of infrastructure and ipfs infrastructure um and you kind of really have to differentiate them. Uh, the website is uh, is uh, it's is known to be really fast. Um, it's just as fast as you know some of the top uh, platforms like Blur. And these are things that you know took took years to build and that we have in place now. And uh, as Bad Kids continues to do do better, uh, as more and more people hear about it, more and more people will be attracted to this platform. And the platform is very sticky right so so the retention rate uh on the website is something like 40 percent, right so so when people come to stargaze they they end up staying and uh if and uh if so so the more people that come into stargaze the more sticky is going to get the more people are going to stay um and you know i think i think that's going to kind of drive the future of the platform indeed shane thank you so much for that one but uh, you guys also
1: have your own token it's stars am i right so what is the role of the, what role does the star token play in, in in the in the whole
4: ecosystem So stars is the staking token of the chain and also nfts are also priced in in stars so it kind of has like a reflexive effect where um when a collection like bad kids starts doing really well Uh, it also, uh, you know, people, uh, need to get stars to buy the bad kids. So it has like a reflective effect where that also, uh, kind of impacts the token and vice versa. And if the token does well, then all the other collections also do well. (laughs) So, um, so that's, that's kind of how, uh, how it's structured. Uh, it's also the governance token of the network. Uh, is very, uh, governance heavy. It all is always has been from, from the beginning um even like the initial airdrop was voted on by the community so uh it has multiple purposes it's it's the governance token it's the staking token um and it's also uh all the protocols use stars as as their token so it 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 makes the app chain kind of very noob friendly uh because there's only one token that you have to know about right uh is it's not like when you go to Solana and there's uh you know like five different protocols and like every, every single protocol has its own token. Maybe that might happen to Stargaze one day, but right now the UX is very simple because new users that are coming in, they only need to know about one token uh, and it makes it just very easy to use.
1: Simplicity over everything, right?
4: Yeah. yeah. in So I did
1: actually notice that there are like 46 active projects and correct me if I'm wrong, in in your app channel so what is the relationship between those projects and stargates and what are some interesting application among them
4: yeah so stargates doesn't have just the uh so so stargates has its core products right so it has marketplace it has launchpad it has infinity swap uh which are kind of like the homegrown main protocols of the chain And then there's a whole bunch of other third-party and independent developers that have built uh, apps on top of Stargaz. So you have have stuff like uh, Pegasus, which is a peer-to-peer kind of trading protocol. Uh, You have a lot of soft-staking platforms like ONFT and a bunch of others. Um, You have people building games on top of it. Uh, You have liquid-staking protocols like Stride. Um, There's a generative art platform called public works, uh, badges, There's coin, this like a coin flip game that people love. So uh, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of other uh, kind of apps and games and protocols that are built, built on top of Stargaze. Um, some of these have uh, like gotten grants from the foundation, or some of them are just just independent. Um, and uh, we're pretty much talking to almost every <laughs> like project in chain in cosmos and like building some kind of, some kind of integration. Um, and then of course we also have like the creator side of things and the creators also collaborate a lot and, uh, and work with the devs and build on Thomas Stargaze.
1: in the chain. And I actually did pin something up there is like Mean Friday. Is that something that's happening like every Friday? where new projects are emerging or?
4: Yeah, so that's something that we started from Genesis. So uh, uh, basically, what we do is every Friday, we would feature uh, two projects. So uh, one would be like picked by the team, and one would be picked by the community. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've been consistently doing this every single Friday since Stargate's launch, so I think we've done it something like two, 200 times or more now. Uh, And and this is this is has this is this played a really kind of a key role in creating the community, because every week it creates like a daily, like like a weekly habit. Right. So all the Stargate Superfans come and mint uh, every Friday. And it's just this fun event with the entire community. Uh, Everyone kind of, you know, mints at the same time and together and chats about it on Discord and Telegram and 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 Twitter um and i think i think the freshman fridays has been like a key component of kind of bringing the community together amazing so
1: everyone listening please stay ahead because the friday is coming right shane <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the, in the in the chain thank you so much so much for sharing sharing uh your answers with us so yeah uh next question i have uh for for you or of course, for my guests uh, coming from uh, as a founder of 42 is Daniel. Daniel, are you here with us? Can you hear me well? Oh, okay. You you actually requested the mic. Uh, can you hear us well, Daniel, now? Hello. Okay, we can hear you well. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for, for coming on. So I have two questions for you too. So... Uh, what do you consider to be uniqueness of DeFi in uh, in the Cosmos, and what role does the 42 play within it?
3: So yeah, I think I think that's a good question. I think one of the one of the unique aspects, which is um, I guess the challenge in itself that we're trying to solve in Cosmos, is just how complicated the Cosmos DeFi ecosystem is and will continue to be um i think DeFi across on on other chains where it's just one chain um, with potentially a few players on on that chain and um, it, it creates a, a level of relative simplicity to the Co- cosmos ecosystem Um i mean i think the cosmos ecosystem is obviously it's, it started off, I think there was a, an image showed recently with where it started and where it's at now. And it started off with, with a few chains here and there and a few DeFi opportunities, but it's really starting to expand and, and get vast. And I think that is extremely complicated for users, which, which is, I'd say, the, one of the, the main unique aspects of Cosmos is just how complicated it, it is and will continue to be. I think, like, besides for the fact that there are Multiple chains, some of which are app chains, and some of which are smart contract chains with their own um, with their own uh, protocols within them. Um, if, if like for example, there's obviously Osmosis, which has primarily functioned as an app chain, but obviously is now seeing um, smart contracts deployed on it for DeFi protocols. But then you look at things like Neutron, Kujira um injective say for example these are all smart contract chains where an unlimited number of smart contracts or DeFi protocols can deploy across them and then if you take that even a step further we look at things like for example dimension or celestia where we're going to see this um big influx potentially of, of l2s with their own DeFi across them it's just the the, the ecosystem can can really get vast Now the thing is with that is users already uh, don't know how to interact with the Cosmos ecosystem in its current state, so um, that that, that's really where where Forty Two is coming in. We are our goal is is really to simplify this ecosystem for users. Um, Obviously, we have seen over the past year, and I don't like just being part of the hype cycle, but we have seen an influx of or uh, um, the, the prominence of AI and natural language processing. And really, like, what, what 42 is, is trying to be is this interface to the interchange. So you uh, leveraging sort of natural language or, um, or uh, AI to essentially filter through the vast array of products and services available across chains and present the, the correct opportunities to the, to the most appropriate users. Um, and I think, I think that that's sort of how we're assessing the landscape at the moment. I think the, the vast array of opportunities available is going to be potentially too much for one human mind to, to pass through. So um, we will be definitely... Transitioning um, our data into into um, artificial intelligence to to assist with that process. The way, the way we also are sort of looking at the the long term of I guess DeFi or finance is at some point it most likely if assuming progress continues in this in this way, um, AI will be managing users' assets for 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 the users. So it will be like, okay, this algorithm um, has historically shown to generate these returns just give my assets to that algorithm to manage but i think if we almost like take one step back before we reach that stage i think ai is going to be recommending users what to do with their assets even if the users are not completely outsourcing it to the ai and that's that's where 42 is um is positioning themselves at the moment indeed indeed daniel thank you so much for that one uh so
1: can you explain the primary workflow of 42 like you did right now? How does it achieve being a one-stop DeFi platform, especially for Cosmos?
3: Yes. So so we are obviously um we're probably the earliest uh, team out of out of everyone that we've we've got on this on this talk. But um yeah, so as mentioned we we started about just under 2 years ago but we pivoted like a, about a, just over a year ago um so we are currently in our in a closed beta product so we are testing this out with about 50 like sort of early defi users in the cosmos ecosystem um so we do still have a lot of developing to do um however we are hoping that open beta will will be out sort of in the next week or two um now, the, the, way the, the way the current workflow is is um, really it's, it's mainly focused around our earn product. So, so th- this is a way for users to find the best places to deposit any of their assets across any chain. So the way we've, we've currently built it out is we've deployed smart contracts on five different uh, blockchains for staking into liquidity pools with auto compounding. And we, we look at liquidity pools as one source of yield. Another source of yield we have deployed is staking to validators across any IBC chain. A third source of yield which we have implemented is liquid staking. So currently we've integrated with Stride for liquid staking, um, and then the sort of the fourth uh, source of yield that we are going to implement is interchain strategies. And this is where sort of asset managers are managing assets. Places like Sommelier or Quasar are managing users' assets. So we will be um, incorporating th- those types of strategies. And then lastly, the last type of strategy we will be implementing is leverage strategies with things like Ghost on Kujira or uh, Apollo um, and, or, or, or Mars. Um, and that's, that's sort of how we're, we're looking at these types of strategies. And then we also, we also have a swap product built into all of this because we sort of see the swapping of tokens is very fundamental in the Earn product. So oftentimes if a user only has USDC in their wallets, but maybe the best available yield for them is potentially in um, in an, an Osmo-denominated vault, there will often be a swap that needs to take place on the back end. So so for, for finding the most efficient way of generating yields, we will need to find the most efficient swap and then the most efficient um, yield strategy. And right now, before obviously we have um, essentially LLMs or, or natural language processing. It is it is a more manual process for the user. So it's about the user sorting and filtering, filtering through um, the variety of strategies that we've deployed. But um, obviously this is a first version of the product and, and there's a lot more development to happen.
1: Indeed, Daniel. And what kind of, of partnership, future partnership and development are you most
3: excited about? If you can share with us. <laughs> mm, that's a good question. Um, so in terms of future partnerships, we're excited about, I, I'm really excited about, about once we start deploying these inter-chain strategies. I mean, we, we sort of see, um, we, we foresee that a lot of like, even traditional finance asset managers are going to start moving on train at some point. And it's about how do we start giving users access to these asset management strategies on train. So like one that, that I think I'm, I'm pretty excited about, even though it's like lies between cosmos and Ethereum would be, um, sommelier, for example. So like could, could users come to us, for example, and just very easily uh, deposit into some, into some position or, um, and, or, or any sort of asset manager in that, that that's, uh, Different to sommelier, but offers like similar type products. I think I think that that's sort of the the field I'm most excited about. I think we're just going to see a lot more of these asset managers coming on trend.
1: Indeed, Daniel, thank you so much. And we're also very, very, very eager to find out everything with what's coming on new on your platform. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you, Sebastian. I have uh, also a few questions for you, and hopefully, you can answer them. So uh I I want to hear your overview point because you've been in crypto for so such a long time. I mean, what current trends do you see coming on a cosmos and what are you most excited excited about because we're almost in a bitcoin halving. Will it affect the whole cosmos uh cosmos uh in a whole blockchain?
5: Yeah, uh that's a great question. I mean, so just before before we get started, you know, I want to I want to Follow up on what's been said so far, and just like Please, yeah. <laughs> the ease of use of of the Cosmos stack, and how Cosmos has enabled applications that are just like very easy to use from a from a user perspective. So while Shane was speaking, um, I bought some stars on Osmosis. I transferred those. I, I I transferred those stars tokens to the stars blockchain. I bought an NFT. Um, I moved that NFT to. A uh, to a DAO on Neutron and set the profile picture of that DAO uh, to the NFT that I had purchased, and and that took probably like three minutes and like you know four transactions on my ledger, um, you know do and and cost nothing, right? So like had I been doing this on Ethereum, probably would have had like over a hundred to two hundred dollars worth of transaction fees um and would have taken you know much longer and would have been a much more convoluted experience like having to use MetaMask. Um uh whereas in, in Cosmos we have like wallets that are quite easy to use and 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 work very well um um uh, in terms of like just presenting information that's legible to the user. So you know just to demonstrate just how easy it is to use applications on Cosmos, move tokens from chain to chain in a trustless way, I think If people haven't done that, they should definitely try. Right? They should definitely get a feel for Cosmos. Go on Osmosis. Buy some tokens. um, Buy some stars. Go buy an NFT uh, on 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 Stargaze. You know, send tokens to um, to other chains using IBC and get a feel for just how easy and how pleasant it is to to use Cosmos. Um, So you know, I think the the thing that stands out to me here is that like the Cosmos Cosmos has been around for. You know a number of years now the chain launched in um in 2019 and it has grown to an ecosystem of applications and infrastructure chains now like to echo what shane was saying earlier you know cosmos sort of started as this very geeky uh, kind of academic uh, very infrastructure driven ecosystem but i think what what um what has come out of that is like a unifying vision Um, that is kind of starting to play out and what we're seeing to start um, take place. And that is the modular thesis. That is the uh, separation of different components of the stack. So from consensus to data availability, to settlement, to the execution layer and beyond with different parts of the application now being modularized, things like RPC, um, interoperability protocols, et cetera. And so where, where, where Cosmos sort of innovated was First, by saying applications should be sovereign. Applications should exist um, in, where execution is a sovereign part of the application. And also um, uh, as has been, been mentioned already, uh, applications also have sovereignty over their validator sets and over governance. Now, you know, in, in reality, that that's, that's that's a very laudable vision. But over the long term, I think what, what we'll start seeing, and this is already Starting to, to, to play out is that applications will will keep their execution sovereignty, but um, but but security sovereignty will likely be outsourced, and you know we can see analogies to this and just like the way um, the way we have security around uh, nation states, like in in the Middle Ages, cities would have their own um, security, right, where you would have uh, a fortified city. That city would have uh, ways to secure itself, but over time, that security has been um, broadened to the level of the nation state. And now, nations have uh, armies and defense budgets, etc., that secure the nation. And you know, for blockchains, I think that that makes sense as well. You know, if 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 you're a chain like um, if you're building a new application or a new chain today. It probably doesn't make sense for you to to go out and build a validator set to um, to build out a security offering for the for your application for the applications that are going to exist on your chain. That said, for some applications, that's going to make sense. You know, for applications like DYDX, that you know has hundreds of millions of dollars of trading volume. Um, that is going to make sense for applications like osmosis that are building an ecosystem of applications that's going to make sense for applications like stargaze or uh, you know other projects that have been mentioned here today where there is a high alignment between the users and the validator set that's going to make sense but over time i think what we'll what we'll see is that the vast majority of applications will rent security from other ecosystems whether that's you know ethereum with things like restaking Um, Whether that's the Cosmos SDK with replicated security or other forms of replicated security and shared security that are enabled by, you know, composable and and, and other interoperability solutions. So that's sort of the, you know, to to, to, um, share our vision of like where the ecosystem is heading. And I think what Cosmos uh, represents in all of this is Cosmos represents the easiest and most versatile tech stack for building applications. You know, the Cosmos SDK Cosmwasm and IBC is sort of a perfect trifecta of an execution environment that allows um, applications to be built in Rust, um, an underlying SDK that allows to build like low-level modules, um, and an an interoperability protocol uh, that enables trust-minimized interoperability between chains of applications. Um, this is really, I think, the, the legacy of Cosmos and where you know, Cosmos, that the Cosmos end game really shines here is where, you know, we end up using Cosmos applications without really knowing that we're using Cosmos the same way that, you know, every time you turn on your Mac, your iPhone, or your Android device, you're using some distribution of Linux without really knowing that you're using Linux. Uh, so that's our vision for, for where that space is heading. Mm.
1: And, and I, I, I want to ride on, on that answer and ask a question about it and everyone can answer it also besides, uh, Sebastian, but I want to hear your also and everyone's. Do you think that that simplicity in the Cosmos ecosystem will win more people over? Because maybe someone who is want to buy NFT and see the price and and and, and gas fee going up, and they want to buy and 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 they just want to they just don't want to pay so much high gas fee, and they end up not buying any NFT, don't get any involved in it. Do you think the Cosmos itself will be? that gateway to mass adoption, not only in NFT, but in the blockchain industry.
5: I mean, look, I, I think that long-term we're, we're going to have better forms of, of fee abstraction that, uh, or fees will be subsidized by, by the applications or, or other mechanisms. I, I don't think that, um, you know, in three to five years, um, fees and app, like gas fees will be much of a, much of a concern for, for users because those will be abstracted away somehow. Um, in the in the short term, though, of course, like, uh, I think that in the coming cycle, um, you know, a, a lot of new users coming to this space probably will not be uh, coming to, you know, platforms like, like Ethereum. And that's not because Ethereum is not great. It's just because, like, you know, if you're coming into crypto for the first time with a couple of hundred dollars, you're going to... Uh, lose those, uh, those couple of hundred dollars in like your first transactions. So um, layer twos on Ethereum absolutely will attract like, tons of users. Um, but I think also Cosmos and the applications that are being built around the Cosmos stack. So like Celestia, uh, Say, Injective, uh, Kajira, like all of these new ecosystems that you know, provide uh, you know great, great products, but also like very easy usability. Are going to attract a lot of users as well.
1: Indeed, indeed. And what do you like like the most and dislike the, uh, the most also about the the, the whole ecosystem uh, at cosmos?
5: Well, I mean, I, I've always been really attracted to this this uh, this kind of very uh, infrastructure uh, academic focus of the cosmos space. Um, there's a couple of projects that we're um fairly excited about so you know full disclosure uh, 42 is one of our portfolio companies um and very excited about uh, what dan and his team are building um you know for for people who are coming into the space and are interested in uh using applications for the first time i think like osmosis is a great starting point because it offers a gateway to you know all the applications in cosmos by being able to uh, to buy those application tokens, so from Osmosis you can deposit USDC uh, via Noble. If you're coming from Ethereum or some other ecosystem, um, or you can, I think, probably um, you know, buy it directly with your credit card, uh, and then you can swap for uh, for any token. So if you want to buy an NFT, you know, you you'd buy some stars and send those stars over to uh, to Stargaze right from right from Osmosis and buy your NFT. You know, if you're interested in meme coins, uh, if you. <laughs> If that's your sort of thing, you know, there's a couple of meme coins in, in Cosmos. Like Wawa is one of those meme coins that I think uh, uh, people people really like. Um, and then, you know, if you're more if you're a more advanced user, you know, you can you can leverage platforms like Lavana, um, also one of our portfolios that uh, is uh, is a perpetual stacks, uh, which allows you to go long or short on. Uh, uh, some of the other tokens in the ecosystem, but also beyond. like you can go, you can, you can, you can place orders on on on, uh, on the price of Soul um, or, or other tokens outside of Cosmos. Um, yeah. What, what else am I missing here? I don't know. Maybe some other folks here have uh, have things are bullish on.
1: Indeed, I mean, Shane, Daniel, Henry, do you guys have any 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 special? Are you bullish on 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 a Cosmos ecosystem?
4: Yeah, I mean, I just doubled down on everything that Seb said, but. You know, also also IBC. Right. So IBC is being being embraced um, outside of the cosmos right uh, now. Right. So so composable and Picasso, like a lot of that stuff works over IBC. Uh, You have um, it it just being integrated everywhere. Right. Uh, With uh, like the light client on 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 Ethereum, you're going to have IBC over there soon as well. Um, The layer twos on Celestia and um, you know, possibly eigenlayer two are are probably gonna speak this protocol. Uh, So, you know, IDC is gonna be everywhere and that's just gonna connect all the layer twos, all the app chains together. I I, I think initially is gonna increase fragmentation, but in the long run, I think it's gonna solve the problem just because you'll be able to easily, you know, transfer assets um, kind of back and forth very easily and uh, wallets will like adapt to it you'll have uis and front ends uh that will um easily be able to route amongst this whole new kind of explosion of like layer twos and chains that we're going to be getting very soon
1: amazing amazing do you guys would like to see more memes coming on on the cosmos ecosystem to bring sort of that popularity on it more
5: Sebastian, Shane, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. me- memes are memes are cultural reference points, and yeah. I think like you know, Bad Kids is probably the strongest uh, cultural refer- reference point in Cosmos. And you know, we've been we've been witnessing now like a lot of folks that have been out that you know, up until now have sort of been outside the Cosmos ecosystem. You know, buy a Bad Kid and sort of post their Bad Kid on on Twitter or an X. Uh, and aligning, you know, with the culture, and it's sort of like an interesting thing to see, right? Like, like you mentioned earlier, I think like Hasu has like a bad kid, and there's been like a bunch of people now buying bad kids. Well, that's um, that's I think a strong signal that the, the culture is being adopted, and like NFTs and, and meme coins are, are essentially just like cultural reference points that uh, that grow uh, as people uh, align with them. Indeed. Yeah, and what
4: I'm hoping will happen is that is that these kind of meme coins and NFTs will bring in people, uh, and and act kind of like a gateway drug, right? So they'll you know they might come for the NFT or the meme coin, but then they they will discover all the DeFi, they will learn about uh, all the yields they can earn, um, and 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 then maybe you know stick around and use maybe some more of the sophisticated protocols.
1: We hope for it. We hope for it, really. And I mean, if anyone has anything to plug in before we end the the, the space, please go ahead. I mean, uh, we would like to hear your future developments. And of course, everyone here would love to hear that. So uh, if you guys want to tune out slowly, Henry, I see your mic off. <laughs> yeah, and I was just going to say, you know,
2: and thank you for, for Shane and Seven, everyone, and Daniel. Um, for pushing the cosmos ecosystem forward, right you know this is a community effort, um, the app chain vision, the thesis of that we will have many, many different ecosystems that will um, have um, culture, have you know community uh, it, that this is the future and you know uh, I think at the end of the day, you know everyone here uh, that has bought into the, the the cosmos vision in the future, you know wants to see more and more um, developments of um, not a, sort of in a vertical way but in more of a uh, app chain thesis way that that's interoperable with each other so so it's it's really awesome to see that everyone is is specializing in putting all their efforts in, in specific parts and and but we're all share the same vision of where where cosmos is going to go um, and and it really shows you know how the cosmos ecosystem is is truly decentralized and we have a, um just many people that that believe in this future uh, that are working this asynchronously and and at times together at times separately uh to advance all of this so uh, you know the the back kids the the memes and the idc you know all this is um is going to be a a crucial part of um the the app chain future um and I'm you know, really really excited to support, and I'm gonna go look for back right now on on Stargate. so uh, so thank you for hosting
1: indeed and and I'm also going to try and find out uh, something about bad kids and hopefully buy
3: <laughs> yeah i think I think I second that I mean like our our vision and and I think everyone in cosmos's vision is taking the long term approach and and I think when you look at the long term of how tech has evolved it all starts connecting with each other at, at some point in the future so and i think that's sort of been the cosmos vision the whole way along it's like it's, uh, like i don't mean to speak badly about ethereum of course but they have been like solely focused on ethereum where the whole point of cosmos has been interoperability and and a lot of people in 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 uh, crypto in general speak about interoperability but i think cosmos has really been like a leader in that realm. And I think if we look at like where tech goes it will be interoperable. So, so I think yeah, everyone in this, in this ecosystem has been making good strides.
5: If I can maybe um, end on this, I think what bears to, uh, to notice is that frontier applications are using the Cosmos SDK and the Cosmos stack. Um, uh, I'm 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 quoting Bucky here on on, a, on another podcast, but but essentially, you know, applications that really want to push the limits of what's possible with blockchains are using the SDK because of the level of control that they have uh, with with the stack. So you know, a- apps like like say like Injective, like Osmosis, you know, Stargaze, etc. Uh, another application we're, we're really excited about is um, is Passage. They're building a a and you, like a user application for like building metaverses, uh, you know, these, these are all frontier apps that, you know, being built on, on Ethereum or on an EDM would be very complex, uh, in, you know, likely, you know, have security implementation implications um, and, um, and where, you know, adoption is much slower just because of the, the friction with MetaMask and, um, and having to, to, to use ETH for fees. And um, so we think that the s d k and the cosmos stack generally is just like very well positioned to attract um, you know cutting edge applications in crypto
1: indeed, and guys, thank you so much for i mean coming on 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 the on this amazing twitter space that we have had and 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 the time that we as we shared today so in the name of Bank, i just want to thank you guys for for making this space uh, interactive and, and and very glad to listening so i hope i will have you back anytime soon and of course hopefully you guys will join us for our youtube show anytime soon and uh, because uh, all of you guys are great and and unique in your own um in your own space and have your own view so thank you so much for coming on once again in the name of Bank and hopefully We'll have you back. Hopefully you enjoyed as much as we did. So everyone listening, please go ahead, give them the follow. uh, And hopefully we will see them back here. So yeah, Shane, Henry, Daniel, Sebastian, we had amazing times. Thank you so much once again. And hopefully you have
0: a great day. Bye-bye. Thank Thank you. you. days, got them acting all bankless, yo fam, what, check these tokenotics, like they probing this bear, flexing knives. I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting Nottas, and then the end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic, never known the politic, I was born to frolic, it's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot, we got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top, we like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom, over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds, bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds, click the on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these maybellies they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the code and going full throttle beats. All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beast and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Y'all, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey Or could be works misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape him under the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served